I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fuck. podcast with the every step of the way you have me jacob stowerly i think we should do that again jacob i okay. think you're missing out on uh as seen in the guardian the lost boys <laughs> podcast what's some pizzazz uh, let's go again let's run that back hello and welcome to the lost boys podcast as seen in the best retro podcast list in the guardian by our boy Stuart heritage <laughs> with the every step of the way you have me jacob stowerly and <laughs> me jack shepherd <laughs> We are here today because we have watched Lost Season 6, Episode 4, which is called The Substitute, which is a very clever episode title, Jack. Because he's a substitute teacher. Not just because of that, but yes, because of that. And also because he uh, is talking about characters maybe becoming a substitute for Jacob. You could say that, you know, the man in black is a substitute for Locke. Yeah. And you can say himself, Locke himself, his body was actually a substitute for Christian Shepherd on the Ajira Airways 316. Oh, so many substitutes. And how many reasons is that for it being a good title? That's oh, four. Oh, my God. Four. So already in episode four, we've got four <laughs> reasons why a substitute is a good title. I mean, it, we're not going to do another watch right away. That would be scandalous. <laughs> But it's it's going to be a biggie when it arrives. Uh, Jack, what did you think of this episode? Uh, uh, well, I'll make you day, Jacob, because... Uh, no, I really... I loved this episode. Oh, I thought it was great. Phew, I thought it was phew, fantastic. Phew, phew. Um, which I know I know you enjoy. Oh, we should also clarify why we're as seen in The Guardian, probably. Because our friend <laughs> Stuart Heritage, who has been on this podcast, did list us in his list of the best retro podcasts, which appeared in The Guardian. I mean, A, we're retro pretty crazy i never thought of ourselves as retro but there we are well i think it's fair to say it lost is is the retro thing and we're the ones talking about lost i don't know if that does make us retro maybe it does i, I think we're retro now i'm i'm willing to live for that to live <laughs> up to that so we're, we're retro and um, that's fine but yeah no that was very very kind very very cool oh, we loved it if you somehow found this podcast through that then you should go back and listen from the beginning otherwise it's going to make no sense what i loved about seeing that was that it just proved it proved to me that Stu still listens to us and i thought Stu, very important guy lots of important things to do would have long given up <laughs> long think, given yeah, up long you know given up. but this suggests not and that's really great um, and I feel really happy that he's listened, but I also feel very sorry for him that he's wasted a lot of time listening to us uh, all these years. I'm joking. We're not, we're all right, aren't we? Oh, no. It's all a waste of time. Everyone time. listening is wasting their time. But don't worry yeah. about that. Let's talk about Lost. This Let's episode. talk about the substitute. Very good. Enjoyed See, it. Bombshell, you liked it, which is good. I was worried <laughs> for a sec that season six was going to be an absolute washout. No, I'd like, you know I like the lock stuff. I've said that. I've said, I'll say it again. I like the lock stuff. Did it take luck for you to be um, convinced that maybe the flash sideways stuff isn't dreadful? No, I like the, I like the sort of flash sideways as well. Very good. I thought it was um, I thought it was really interesting. You know, kind of seeing, especially because they put in little things where you where you are just like, 
Oh, what's yeah. that? Was yeah. he saying that? Oh, he likes his dad in this one. What? You know, that kind of thing. And I like that a lot. Yeah, I think you it clicked for you this time because you were kind of noticing things. And I feel like you kind of maybe weren't aware of, of that like, sort of stuff you should be looking out for. And like, there's these, I know you knew there were differences, but I thought, think you were a bit like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Differences, don't really care. But with Locke, you know, good character at the fore, forefront of it all. These little tweaks, you and you were getting really excited. I noticed. I noticed it. Yeah, but I think it was also done much better here than it has been done previously. You know, I just like... think you you had no patience before. No, <laughs> I think. I mean, I didn't mind the premiere, and that we've only watched one other episode other than that, and it was a Kate episode that was not great. <laughs> It was so bad, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So listen, you're calling me out as this as the villain here, and <laughs> uh, and I'm not. I I never, you know, I I gave it this episode a chance. I always go into all these episodes with an open mind. Thank you very much, and I enjoyed oh, it. And... He's getting catty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. I think it's really cool how this is in many ways a sequel to Walkabout the fourth episode of season one and we're kind of going in the same well i say kind of we are um following the same you know, f- uh, order of episodes and things and um yeah i kind of like that we, we it was it was uh you know locks wearing the wearing the clothes he was wearing when he first got to the iron so it like, feels like we're harking back to the early days and we are i like that yeah no i like it too i like the the callback there and the bringing it round full circle for the last season of the show it's also just great to see Terry O'Quinn playing Locke. Yeah. Again, right? But, but also like happy Locke. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That was, that, that was really odd. When he comes out of his kind of van, uh, his car, with his, and he falls out and he's unable to get up. Yeah, and you're shit just like, that, And you're just like, oh man, he's going to be so angry because he's always so angry. And then he kind of just has this like little smile and you're just yeah. like, what the fuck's going on here? And then Helen and then, runs out, right? Helen. Yeah. She, she was in, it was this like, she's not, she wasn't a big character before, was she? She was just big in Locke's, in Locke's life. They were engaged, um, but he became so obsessed with his dad after he uh, conned him out of the kidney. Yeah. Um, and she ended up giving him an ultimatum and saying, you, you've got to move on from your dad. Um, you can't. Uh, you can't be doing this. And then, then Anthony Cooper, Locke's dad, he kind of resurfaced and got Locke to help him um, involve, involved in something. And, and Helen was like, okay, well, I'm out. I'm done. Sorry. And then obviously, well, window. I say, I say obviously, but when Locke left the island just before Ben killed him and he's being led around by Matthew Abaddon, uh, he asked Matthew Abaddon to find Helen and they, and you, you learn that she died of a brain aneurysm, which was sad, but good to see Katie yeah. Siegel back for the first time since season two episode 17 lockdown god that was a long time ago wasn't it you're going to be hearing her in the new future armors uh, again <laughs> they're rebooting now aren't they <laughs> Good there you go. but yes uh i love seeing her with him and they're getting married and they're happy and she, he's not alone and like you say he's not angry it is really lovely to see and he's got a relationship with his dad there's even a picture did you see the photo on his desk of him with his dad no i didn't see that That's yeah so it's taken wow. from a, a scene from uh deus ex machina which is i know a favorite of yours as well as mine but yeah he locks just living i mean look he's drinking a, a cup of tea in the bath at one point 
Yeah, he, he, he's that's the peak of season six, to be honest. Loving with you. that bar, <laughs> but also, I mean, it, it is slightly weird because he's still not quite like right, is he? I mean, he still went on the walkabout in Australia and was not a good employee, was he? Yeah, I mean, I don't know <laughs> how he quite thought he was going to get away with that. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is a man who just is. is <laughs> I don't know. He, Living he on the just, edge. Yeah, he didn't give, a, didn't give a damn, did he? He didn't give a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> he just literally went on his work trip and went on this walkabout, didn't go to any of the courses or the or the conferences that he was meant to go to. Don't think he even picked up his, his little hotel room uh, name tag. His lanyard, no. His little lanyard. You remember the guy who his, uh, his boss... So are they is he from the box company? Yeah, so he is the guy who chides Locke and bullies him essentially um, all the way back in Walkabout and then he he's called Randy Nations and you actually see him again working ultimately for Hurley's Chicken Shack uh, Hurley's Chicken oh. Shack yeah so he's been around obviously Hurley owns the box company here and the Chicken Shack yeah which he actually did before as well it's mentioned that he's, he's got shares in a box company but he's like you know so obsessed with his bad luck whereas this Hurley is Mr... Mr. Good Times, isn't he's he? He's suave, Hurley. He kind of like comes in. He's like, ah, oh, get you that job back. Don't you worry, man. And it's just like, why? Yeah. Why? This guy was just very angry at you. Why <laughs> would you suddenly be like, have a job? You have anger issues. But like, if you're like thinking about it in terms of Hurley now has the best luck ever compared to him having the worst luck ever. Maybe he's a good time guy. Just wants to help anyone who he sees in, a little bit in need. He's just like, this is going to work out because I'm good luck Hurley. Don't worry about it. Good luck. And I think the good luck, you know, when, when Locke's... Uh, I mean, to be fair, Locke is a ticket. He's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the bar. And he's so happy for that car to be scratched. Um, the Hummer. But yeah, it stops because Hurley has all the luck. And I think that luck extends to his car. <laughs> <laughs> But then, yeah, he does go like, have a job. Don't worry about it. You just it's great. You got fired. I don't care why. Randy's an ass. He is like Randy is a douche. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. There's actually another character from Hurley's backstory who fe- factors in this episode as well. Um, I'm gonna. I'm, you're gonna say you're not, but I, I feel like I should always give you the option. Do you know who? Is it gonna be? I was gonna say Rose's secretary. But that was that that um, we haven't seen her before, so no, I don't know. Go on. Yeah, so you know, Hurley gives him the the, the number for the temp agency or whatever. Yeah, and he goes there, and the first woman who he speaks to, who's like, if you could be an animal, what would you identify as, or whatever? Yeah, and he's like, this is rubbish, and then Rose swoops in, and you cheer. You could hear your cheer for days, mate. You were cheering <laughs> so loud, and Rose ro- ro- rocked up. Um, she is a character who was actually the fake medium hired by Hurley's dad oh, back wow. in the episode Trisha Tanaka is dead. I just, yeah. I, that's all I said. I said Rose's secretary. We've seen her before, haven't we? Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Did you say that? Yeah, I did. I'm not even, I'm not even trying to take that away from you. I didn't hear that. You weren't listening, were you? I'm so sure you weren't going to get that. Yeah, you just like you just blanked out. You're like, oh, I've got to tell him this story. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, I didn't know when that was from, obviously, but I did. I thought, oh, I feel like she's 
recognizable, maybe. Yeah. She could be someone. Everyone's someone. Any I basically chose the only other character yeah, with you speaking did. line you did. Yeah. who were like I was just like, does he speak to anyone else in the box company? <laughs> no. We've done Randy. We've done his wife. Oh, okay. It's the the one person who's not Rose. No, fair enough. She she we we should say rest in peace, because the actress Suzanne Kroll died. Oh. Um so rest in peace to Suzanne. But one of the questions she asked him, as I mentioned, about the animals and stuff. This is a question that Dharma would ask the people they interviewed. Whoa. Interestingly. How he's had with Dharma now, that's what you're saying. <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's Suzanne Kroll's character is basically Marvin Candle's lackey. No, I'm joking. Um, How is I... the new Marvin Candle? What? You love Marvin as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, Chang, as we as as he as he is as he is better known. But yeah, you love Rose more than anyone, and um, she rocks in, and uh, your face lit up, and I like that. I honestly feel like you can go on about how much you love Sawyer, you can go on about how much you love Des, but really, Rose and Bernie are your favourites. Yeah, of course, they're yours as well. I just know. I mean, they're definitely up there. <laughs> they're not they're not Juliet level, but they're up there. Rose lights up my heart. Her and her and her boy Bernie together. Oh, can't beat it. I mean, yeah, it. we got half the package here. Fine. <laughs> yeah, we got no we got no Bernie here, but we know they're happy and we know that Rose does have cancer and she's just kind of content with living out the rest of her days. As long as she has left, she's 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 reached a bit of enlightenment over hasn't she which is different because obviously bernie was obsessed with trying to heal her yeah i mean i mean we're seeing uh, the our characters seem a lot happier on this timeline yes they're all a lot more content uh this is like this is like the good timeline and that the other one's like the darkest timeline you know that's like bad times all round. but as you say there are links to the other timeline you lock alarm clock firstly very similar to one desmond has uh in that episode that amazing episode flashes before your eyes you know when you find out what happens when he turns the key uh, and it's got the same beep from the swan hatch so there are like things bleeding in from the other from the other timeline not to mention the uh the encounters with with characters from that timeline as well I mean, did Rose, did we know Rose worked for, did Rose ever work for like Hurley in the other timeline? Was that ever hinted at or is that just a new thing? No, that's a new thing. We don't know that. We don't know that. What does Rose do actually? Do we know? Like in the, in the main timeline? I mean, I know Bernie's a dentist, but I guess Rose is just retired. But she's working in this one. I feel working. like if I had like cancer, oh God. let's hope not, but. I feel like I would just quit my job and just be like, look, I'm living out, doing other stuff. Maybe. I wouldn't be working for like, I wouldn't be putting up with someone like Locke, you know, as much as obviously Locke's an amazing character. But if he came in and he was like, I'm in a wheelchair, but I'm going to like be head of construction. Yeah. Yeah. I'd just be like, I do not have time for for this shit right now. I am dying. And I think maybe that's what she's saying. She's like, I'm dying. Stop fucking around. Yeah, she dishes out some. She dishes out some real talk with him, doesn't she? Yeah, she gives him some some enlightenment for sure. Some yeah, heavy, heavy shit for like knowing that person for two minutes. <laughs> Maybe she feels she knows him from another time. Boom. 
Um, but yeah, as you say, we get we get confirmation that Locke actually it did it did play out as we saw it. You know, being told he can't do it. Don't tell me what I can't do. Flown back to uh to uh, um, LA, um, which you know, classic lost moment. Kind of relieved it still did happen here because it's a uh, it's just a big moment, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big moment. But obviously, he has no Helen waiting for him um, when he gets home. So, Locke calls Jack's office, having been given the card. But then he hangs up. And the, end, the scene ends with him ripping up the bloody card, <laughs> which yeah. is so frustrating. Um, but also, hey, he's happy. He 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 wants to he wants to be able to walk and dance and and at the wedding. And he's just feeling really rubbish about it. But Helen is so lovely and really makes him feel better about it. And he ends up thinking, I don't need to be fixed or whatever. Rip. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I that scene I didn't find I wouldn't say frustrating. No, I'm, I'm the only reason I'm finding frustrating is because it's like the idea of like another little lock jack scene just feels like <laughs> a lot more unlikely when he rips up that card, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean this thing, like I I think that it's nice seeing Locke just find some, you know, come being just like happy with himself. Not happy with himself, but like you know, he, he wants someone to be with him because they like him for who he is. Yes. And then he realises he has that person. And, and that's someone very nice. who will not run away when their lost luggage returns home and they open it and find out there's loads of fucking fuck loads of knives in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. I think we both went, that's not a knife. During that scene. That's not a knife. <laughs> And that's not a knife. <laughs> yeah. <And then laughs> yeah, like times 30 for however many lives are in there. Oh, my dear. Um, yeah. You know, she's the one when you have like a random bag full of knives. She finds it and she's just like, I want to be with you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, she ends up it. cuddling you. In a, yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I got fired today. Fine. I love you. Yeah, dropping <laughs> a lot of bombs here, John Locke. But fortunately, he does get set up. Uh, at a school uh, and he's a substitute teacher um, yeah and it's so funny when he's rolling through the, the corridor in his wheelchair and then he's like where's the staff room he's like yanks a kid out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> so really I don't know what that direction was about you can't go grabbing students like that it's quite a grab as well isn't it he just really like yanks the arm and he's just like where's the staff room <laughs> Um, it's like in line with you know Kate like bellowing in that guy's face last week mechanic (laughs) (laughs) so what's going on with these random acts of aggression Uh, I mean early hero of the week would be the kid just for being like putting up with it and giving him the right direction the kid for showing him the game don't get get your mitts off me (laughs) you stranger yeah (laughs) weird man in a wheelchair so he does go to the staff room and when he gets to the staff room there's one person who's Let's just say barking orders. <laughs> and, He's a uh, not happy with the, the way the coffee filter. Yeah, it's 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 quite a funny little reveal. This isn't it? Yeah, I've got I've got a lot of time for this. I've got a lot of time for for Benjamin Linus showing up. You actually predicted that he would be a teacher. Did in I? In this timeline, in the last episode, you said to me, I said 
what do you reckon? You said, you were talking about Ben, I said, what do you reckon he's up to? And you were like, probably, you said a gym teacher. Then you were like, oh, no, 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 not a gym teacher, but probably like a teacher of some sort or something. You said that. That's funny. So he's teaching European history. <laughs> Damon Lindelof, get me on the phone in the writer's room. <laughs> Lost part two. That'll be me. <laughs> but this is like the first, obviously Desmond aside, but this is like the next really big character um who wasn't on the plane who we see in this timeline now um and he's been thrust together with john locke obviously killed him in the other timeline um so yeah that's quite it's quite exciting to know that they'll probably be having some scenes together well if they continue on the you know this the sideways uh timeline then yeah that would be quite fun um but also I mean, it is. I keep having to kind of confirm to myself that, oh yeah, no, the island really just does not exist at all mm. on this timeline. Yeah, like Benjamin Linus was not snatched as a child yeah. and taken to the island or whatever, and it's like it just fit. Like it all feels like quite weird somehow. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's just quite uncanny, and you kind of have to like unwind things about it. But I'm wondering. I guess you know, is the point then? that this is just the main timeline but without the island yeah or is it properly like like other stuff has gone down like because i don't see how the island not being there at all would have affected john Locke's relationship with his dad for instance Uh uh-huh so is it therefore like that can't be the only change in terms of what in, the difference between these two timelines. I see. Well, there's obviously like a lot of differences that you're going to come across. That's what I mean. Like, I, I guess, like, you know, if the, then this is a proper alternate timeline where what I'm saying is like something that could have been would have been like the only change is the island was never there. Yeah. Yeah. And that, therefore, all these changes are a butterfly effect. From I see. Island. I see. I see. Butterfly effect. Yeah. But this um, doesn't feel like that. Sure. I think it's, you know, reverting back to what Damon and Carter said in a podcast. It was uh, each timeline is as real and as valid as the other. I know they can say that, though. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not saying it's not as real or valid. But to <laughs> us as the viewer, like to me, the other timeline is obviously more valid. That is like the one I'm following. Obviously. But then I revert back to uh, what I said before. It's just like, when, you know, it, 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 it comes together. Just trust in that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, when Locke is in the class, he asks the kids to open the book to chapter four. Number watch. Oh, wow. We're going into it already. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do it. Not I've already done teased. the other timeline yet. I've teased so some biggies here. So. <laughs> Number one. So, as well as it being episode four, as well as it being called a substitute, and there being four really good reasons as to why it's called the substitute, <laughs> as well as Locke asking the kids to turn the, the, the <laughs> chapter Book. four, yeah. we have so many numbers, man. The box that the box that held Locke's dead body in like the crate it's got numbers 823 on it you see in this episode Oof. number watch 
This episode aired on February the 16th, Ooh. 2010, which I feel like we might have watched it on that day. I'm just going to say. Not in 2010, that would have been weird. But in 2022. What, on the... On yeah. what, February? 23rd? 16th? 16th. No, Maybe. we watched it on the... Oh, well, no, we like close. No, I watched it on the 17th, I think. Damn. I'm pretty um, sure, wait... I, I feel like I feel like we should. I'm going to double check this. Keep going through numbers. Oh, well, the the only other numbers is we have a full house number. Like this is like the number episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, this is what, the when... numbers episode. We see numbers written down in caves, correlating to names. We have a full set of numbers. Like this is like jackpot. To do money, like shooting out. You know. I know. And just to add to that, we did watch it on the 16th. Are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. That's well exciting. Wednesday, Wednesday the 16th was... I don't think we're ever going to have bigger number watch than this. I feel like this is like a... I don't really know. Maybe we did go in too early with it. That was, This was like the numbers coming together for something something special. Oh. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm kind of getting chills. <laughs> Are you the getting hairs chills? on my back. The hairs on my back. <laughs> Standing on end. Um, okay, that was really that's a moment. That was a Lost Boys moment. That was Lost that Boys is. history. I feel. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so well, actually, let's, no, whoa, 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 wait. let's oh. work out how many years. So we watched it on the day it was broadcast. It's it been twelve broadcast years. Ah, oh, boo! Obviously, it's two thousand ten. Yeah, I know that's not a number, though, is it? No, no, <laughs> can't wait. at all, mate. Should have waited another three years. Got you're being greedy. <laughs> <laughs> really for the numbers. I feel like we should do the um the Ben stuff. Ben and Alana and Alpert and Co. Um sure. and then get to the, the biggie. So there's a lot of uh let's say lying and truth telling with Ben this week. Um I think the truth telling is comes more out of the blue because obviously we never really hear him say the truth. But um Ben Tells Alana that Locke killed Jacob, and you can hear you can almost the pian- Pinocchio nose. <laughs> um, but obviously, he would tell her that, wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to cause he doesn't want everyone turning on him, does he? No. Especially when she's just come there to like see Jacob and live out his whatever is his command. Yeah. She's very so. useful in this episode, actually. She's a source of quite a lot of information that I think it's good for us to know, like. AKA the man in black is recruiting mm. um, that, you know, if, if son wants to be reunited with Jin, the best place to look will be the temple. Uh, and also that the man in black is actually stuck as Locke now. He can't change form anymore, which is actually a real biggie. What I am is trapped. And I've been trapped for so long that I don't even remember what it feels like to be free. Maybe you can understand that. But before I was trapped, I was a man, James, just like you. I have a hard time believing that. Well, you can believe whatever you want, but that's the truth. Wait, so he can't, he just turned into Smokey, though. He can turn into Smokey. Yeah, but he can't turn into, like, you know, Christian Shepherd or Yemi or the spiders that paralyze Nicky and Paolo. So do we know why? <laughs> um, do we know why 
Yeah, so... Uh, Is it because he's one of the chosen ones and he's not allowed to do that? Well, Lindelof and Cuse both said in a podcast that Jacob's death is probably what caused a man in black to be stuck in locked form. Uh, okay. That makes yeah. more sense. Well, yeah. actually, both of them could have made sense. But... Yeah. But it suits him to be stuck as Locke now because, obviously, as we see, a lot of uh, manipulation going on with Sawyer. Um, easier to do it when you, you know, you greet someone with, with a face that they know or whatever. Mm. If like the spider was there, just like talking to Sawyer and <laughs> saying, "Come on, help me get off <laughs> the island. I want to go home." <laughs> Sawyer would just stamp on it <laughs> and then probably die at the hands of Smokey. Be but very I confusing. I don't know how your spider voice came about. Like, why was that? <laughs> well, that's small. Why are you? Oi, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna leave. <laughs> Jacob's been pulling you to your eye all your life. <laughs> There's actually a spider in this episode. It's on Locke's head. <laughs> Did you see it? No. It's oh, like well, it's deadhead. Yeah, it's deadhead. Ooh, no, yeah. I didn't. See. See, it's a really horrible scene. I always like, oh, it's not nice at all. Once you once you see it, you can't unsee it. So um, the, the 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 main thing is they they want to. Sun is like, and I love Sun for this. She obviously is desperate to see Jin, but she's like, we've got to bury John. Mm-hmm. We've got to bury John. So it's actually mad to see and moving to see Locke after so long, having seen him since we saw him die, finally be laid to rest. Yeah, it feels it feels like odd because it's like it's climactic, but at the same time, it's not climactic because he's still walking around. I know it's not him, but it's still like. Yeah. His body walking around. And also we do have the flash sideways where it's like we've just seen him. So Yeah. Maybe, maybe, no, maybe seeing him die seeing him buried where all the other your graves are, you know, like Boone and and Nicky yeah. and Paolo and <laughs> you know, less so. And Shannon and, and uh Anna Lucia and Libby. Um it's like never thought time, Locke, have they? I never thought Locke would end up there, you know. No. And and now he is. I mean, it was against the rules for him to be there, apparently. Oh, yeah. I should say, actually, you're going to be very angry with me for this. What? So the first person to be buried there, who do you reckon? Um, Was it Scott or Steve? <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, because in my head, I was like, it's Boone. And then I looked up, I was like, oh, no, it was Scott. <laughs> yeah, see, I fucking... <laughs> you're so obsessed with them. Jack doesn't watch anything on this show. Yeah, he does. Yeah, like when Scott <laughs> and Steve are involved, Jesus, you can bet that Jack will know the answer. <laughs> that is hysterical, mate. There you go. Nailed it. Or I was knew, it Steve? I, I knew you were going to be like, oh, he's going to say Boone and I've got him. No. I, I, I actually didn't think you would. I thought you might actually say <laughs> Scott and Steve because you're such a fool. That is really funny. Um, Yes. So, Locke is buried. Next ben eulogises him. Ben digs his grave, eulogises him, and actually gives a really nice speech. <laughs> He's a better man than I will you know, ever be, blah, 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 blah. And I'm very sorry I murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else just looks as if to go, of course you did. Yeah. Like, not, not even surprised. Not even going to say, what? Classic Ben moment. 
Yeah. Frank Lapidus puts it best, doesn't he? What does he say? He says it's the weirdest funeral I've ever been to. Definitely the weirdest funeral <laughs> anyone's ever been to. Anyone's ever been to, yeah. And your murderer he, uh, buries you and eulogizes you. It says you're a great man. And admits that they killed you. Yeah. <laughs> it's Very not normal. Odd. It's not normal. No. So <laughs> this 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 kind of storyline now with this lot. What are you feeling about it? Because personally speaking, do you want to hear my personal views on it? Mm, yeah, all right. Are you sure? You sound very ambiguous. Yeah, no, go on. So snappy. Now we're away from the temple. I actually am enjoy I really enjoyed hanging with Man in Black and Sawyer this episode. Um because it's like Sawyer coming face to face with like, you know, the enemy. Whereas before I'd been like, I want more Ben, I want more of that stuff. Um But because Man in Black is taken away from there now, it that it feels like they're flagging a little bit. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I don't I mean I wanna see obviously Jin and Sun back together. Yes. I'm all in on that. Yes. I'm all, I can't wait for that reunion. Um but the actual like that grouping of like Frank and Sun and Ben and Ilana. Ilana, so, yeah. Yeah, like not it's fine. It's like there's nothing that, that that's that like pulling towards that. Ben also feels more like, you know, he's a bit of a spare one now, isn't he? He was yeah. always so interesting, but now it's like, well, you're kind of done here now. Um and I imagine he I mean, that's kind of the way he feels. Absolutely. That, you know, oh, I've been used for these purposes and mm. I'm not special after all and all these things. And now it's like, well, what can, what's like his goal? I think he's completely lost. Yeah. And therefore that group, I mean, Frank is like, he's just chill, you know, he's, he's like, he probably just wants to go home. Fine. He's like the miles of that group. Yeah. But he's got no like investment in that friendship group, particularly with no one really. No. Apart from, I mean, him and Son seem pretty good together. Him and, and him and Jack had like a like a like a kind of respect for one another. But. Yeah, exactly. But so there's no like emotional weight there so much anymore. Like if Ben dies, like as long as he got like a fitting send off, I'm not going to be like that sad. I'm just going to be like, oh, he was a great character. Yes, and yeah, he yeah. really brought a lot to the show. But like, oh, he trips and dies, like in Rousseau's trap or whatever. In in fucking. <laughs> Emily the Raven's trap <laughs> like yeah sure like then it's done fine but I'm caught not going to be I caught you <laughs> got him. that's the reunion we've all been waiting for Claire <laughs> Claire and Ben oh, don't remind me of Claire <laughs> she's out there man um, with her frizzy hair um, <laughs> so yeah we like yeah, I feel like most of the weight has gone from that group. I would say even like like there's Jun and Jin, Jin and Son. Yes, who I was about to call Jun. Jun, Justin. Well, I can't believe we haven't had haven't done that before. Well, it's like co-join their names. Yeah, yeah. Just well, oh, it's because Ooh. yeah, it yeah. I guess I was I was going to say with names, it's like it's more. Their names are so short anyway, you may as well just say it. But I guess the and <laughs> is like annoying. So yeah. 
Sin and Jan. As in Sin or Jan. You don't say Sin Beaver. Because then you can just say San and Jin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that was enlightening. <laughs> wow. Um, um, that was our fun. I want to see podcast. them Gold. back together. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's about it. That's it. We're done. Everyone else we're done. Done with them. Okay, Kill sweet. Them. Well, let's throw it over to the, the main actions. Um, and I, what, uh, the main action. And I really love how we, you know, we see Locke um, in the uh, flash sideways. And then, boom, it cuts to, you know, the version of Locke on the island. But it's, he's smoky and he's like tearing through the jungle and it's like point of view shot. And he's yeah, like, do, do, and it's There's like a few um, point of view shots this episode, aren't there? There is a few, yeah, there is a few. But um, it's funny because he gets to the barracks. He obviously goes to see Sawyer, and you like look sense. Sawyer's in there listening to the Stooges, throwing his beer at the wall, not caring the world. Actually, a lot of cares in the world. That was a very undermining thing to say. And um, you kind of see the smoke monster like snooping, <laughs> <laughs> like looking outside the window, like a little creep. Like Kate last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's Smokey doing it again, but from the outside of the house. Uh, always makes me laugh, that. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know if this is intentional, but it, it reminds me of the Evil Dead. There's a few shots like that, the Evil Dead, of like the malevolent yeah. force, uh, force tearing through the, the woods. Um, but yeah. I also read something like, you know how Smokey has always sounded like he's got like machine machine clunking, like a bit of machine clunking noise. Yeah. And someone, people used to describe it as like a roller coaster. And this yeah. is like a, like the actions of him going for the jungle is like a roller coaster. And it just made me think, imagine Smokey the roller coaster. <laughs> well, now that this is like a Disney property... Yeah, you could have the lost ride at Disneyland, and it could be the Smoky ride, the Smoky and, Coaster, and we'd have to go Smoky Coaster, the Smoky Coaster, the Smoke Coaster, no, the Smoky Coaster. Would you ride Smoky, or would you be chased by Smoky? <laughs> that is a nice little um, little spin on the on the ride. You could have two two different experiences. Um, you have two like... carts, so one of them could be you and Smoky. Yeah. And the other one would be like, and you would have to chase the other person. Yes. I would be yeah. smoky. You would be smoky. Yeah. Okay. I would oh. be running from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Someone needs to make this. I really wish you had those, you know, those games, theme park world or whatever. I'd make smoky coaster. Roller coaster tycoon, but it's lost. Themed. Lost themed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like this is a it's it's a funny one seeing Man in Black meet uh, Sawyer because the minute he comes face to face with him and he's Locke and bearing in mind the last time Sawyer saw Locke, would would you remember that if I put you on the spot there? Oh man, the answer is um, nothing to do with Scott and Steve. So I'm you're gonna struggle. Uh, was it the time when Jack nearly shot him in the head? No, it's the time when. Uh, when they uh, is jumping through time and they go to the well and Locke goes down the well. Yeah. But Sawyer's obviously lived a whole life since then and um, Locke is, is no longer living a life. But Sawyer flat out calls it. You're Straight away. Locke. Yeah. It's like... Too confident. He is a... Uh, you know, that guy reads people, doesn't he? That's what he used to do as a, as a con artist. 
<laughs> yeah. So yeah, did you buy that? All that the the interplay between them? Yeah, no, I'm into it. I'm glad. I'm, I, I'm like I I don't know if I would have necessarily bought that. Like Sawyer would have seen through it straight away. Yeah. Quite as like abruptly, but at the same time, I'm just very glad he did. So we got it out of the way with, you know. I sure. Don't want that. No, yeah. What I'll say though is, you know, there's all this talk of by the man in black. He's very, he's just shitting all over Jacob, isn't he? And he's just like Jacob, this Jacob, that. He manipulated you your whole life to bring you to the island, which is a very clever way of wording it with Sawyer, because it's almost like man in black would know Sawyer would hate to be have been controlled in that way, feeling like his life you know, had been out of his hands. Um, Sawyer especially, I think, would not like that. But he himself is manipulating Sawyer in the same way that Jacob, he's claiming Jacob manipulated them. Um, but would Sawyer, will Sawyer see through that or not? Is this a question to me? Yeah. Would Where Sawyer do you think Sawyer is? At the end of this episode, I know we'll go through everything that happened, but at the end of this episode, I think we're led to believe, and we, we you know, from, from Sawyer's actions and his words, that Sawyer is now team man in black. Uh, I don't believe it. I mean, <laughs> I like how I thought that was just an open question for like you ending <laughs> the question. Like, I thought it was just like a kind of like, oh, we don't know this. But I was like, oh, no, he actually wants an answer. Well, no, I want you shit. to, yeah, because it's, uh, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is all about shifting allegiances now this season, I think it's fair to say. Um, Man in Black, as Alana says, is recruiting. There's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of th- truths told, lies told, a lot of attempting to convince. But I guess the ultimate purpose of why is what, you know, you'll have to wait and see. We know he wants to leave the island. Um, Richard Alper is convinced that he's going to kill them all. You know, he's he's he he's clueless in some ways. Um, he doesn't know why he looks like Locke, for example. And I'm, that shocks me. I thought Richard might have more of an idea about Smokey taking forms and stuff, but he doesn't really know that. And that's why he's shocked when he realizes it is Man in Black. But in other ways, he's adamant that he knows this guy is evil incarnate and will kill them all. Where is he? What the hell are you doing here? Where is he? Locke? Ran off in the jungle after some kid. We need to go now. Go where? To the temple. Let's go. Let's go. You know what? I've been to the temple. I think I'm sticking with Locke. That man is not John Locke. I know. Then why are you with him? Because he's got answers. Says he knows why I'm on this island. Unless you want to tell me why I'm here, Richard. Don't be naive. He's not going to tell you anything. He's going to kill you. If he wanted to kill me, he could have done it a dozen times already. You don't understand what you're dealing with. He doesn't just want you dead. He wants everyone dead. Everyone you care about. All of them. And he won't stop. Listen, I'm... I think because I'm team Alpert, so I'm like, ah, Locke's got to have... You know, he can't take this other side. I think that's my feeling. I know sure. I don't really I don't really buy into it. I think like he's kind of seeing where it goes and wants some answers and stuff like that. And he gets some. He know? does. So, he promises them the man he does give them to him, yeah. which is, could be part of the ploy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like I I still feel like if like Sawyer's not gonna buy into it completely. He's not a trusting man. He's mm. kind of there for a bit of a ride. It's like something a bit different. And therefore, you know, I, I guess the idea of him being like team man in black is just so odd. And, yeah. You know, but it is a bit like, you know, like the whole freighter crew coming 
are you going to stay on the beach or are you going to go and you think they're bad or whatever? I guess it's that, but to a grander scale. Yeah. I just don't, I don't see it. I think because he's a deep down Sawyer's like a good man, you know, mm. and therefore I think he will always side on the, he'll eventually side on, on the side of good, whichever side that is. Yeah. And I don't think that's the side of the man in black. And therefore, I don't think he'll end up on that side. I think, I he also might, think he, with, he'll flirt with it for a bit, you know. Well, I think it's in his, he's always been a bit like that, hasn't it? It's always been in his best interest, but he's always, he's always, his agenda is always unknown, but it's always, um, yeah, like trying to get the information to play the other side off of that side, maybe. And he makes people think that he believes one thing when he believes something else. And I guess it's like the grift away, right? He just, yeah. He's always like assessing a situation, but it's where the man in black would be like, like, is he like the ultimate grifter? Would he understand? Or can he like even like read thoughts or whatever? Like it's, it's hard to know of him because he's such a, such a, well, a non-human figure. Um, yeah. But seeing Richard Apple like bowl it into the jungle, like so scared <laughs> is a hilarious. Cause story is like, what? <laughs> But B, uh, worrying. <laughs> when was the last time Sawyer saw Richard Alpert? Jesus, that's a good question. I think it's probably actually the time when. Um, it actually reminded me a lot of this. Uh... Oh, no, it wouldn't be then. It was when, you know, in the season four finale, when uh, the freighter is pretty much, you know, the, the guys have like, Kimi's crew have like detonated all of the barracks and stuff. Yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer, no, Saeed and Kate get captured by the others. Is Sawyer there then, though? Oh, man. You are, this is, this right is not going to be my story. You, you know how Kimi dies? You know, when like Richard Alpert ends up killing Kimi, right? Shoots him in the back. Yeah. Sawyer, is he around there? I think maybe he's not. In which case, it's when, you know, um, Jesus Christ. It's very hard to know. Yeah, I would have thought, I thought maybe it was, you know, in the, when they settle in the time jumps and it's like the 80s or whatever. Because Albert's around then. Oh, my God. I wasn't sure. Oh, my God. They have the big sit down, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, in the 70s. So that will be absolutely when they last met obviously that's not the most recent time when you think about the timeline and stuff i can't um, believe i got that yeah no well done well done i'm getting confused by the time hijinks the more what recent is going time on here jacob what are you what are you are you drinking are you drunk i'm is thinking this about you it don't in, know as much about lost right now i'm thinking about it in terms of, of chrono- chronology <laughs> okay because that's the most recent time in the show but the most recent time to the time period they're in Obviously, that's not it, right? Yeah, good save. Well, okay. So the more confusing thing is that for for Richard, yes, he the mo- last time he saw Sawyer, yes, would have been like a few months ago. Yeah, but for but th- those few months ago would have been like two thousand and four. Sawyer also would have seen Richard a few months ago, but, but like, that would have been like the seventies. Yes, exactly, exactly, yeah weird 
But so so is so unfazed by that shit, which I find really funny. And it's probably something to do with the fact that he's lost the love of his life or whatever. Well, so, sorry, another thing that's just like weirded me out. Like technically, like on Soy's birth certificate, he'd be like what thirty two or whatever. Yeah, I probably am a lot older than that. But but really, he'd be like forty because he spent like five years back in time. So that well, would be thirty seven. That's that's a good point, actually. <laughs> birthdays become i mean we with richard we're talking with we're really you know he's the real guy where birthdays become a bit of a minefield (laughs) so soy is small fry when it comes to the age thing but yeah no it's funny richard's also the guy who who said to Locke, like this guy should kill your dad like he gave him the file and was like just keep reading you know you'll, you'll see why he he's a good candidate to kill um to kill anthony cooper and this episode reminded me of that episode a lot because of them two trekking through the jungle together. Obviously, Locke's no longer Locke, but it has like, yeah, at one point he says, oh, I'll get my pants or whatever. And it just reminded me of that episode where he's walking through the jungle with no shoes on and stuff because he's he comes in the middle of the night, doesn't he? And follows yeah. Locke out to the Black Rock, which is a great episode. Um, yeah, all these little callbacks, I don't know if they're intentional, but they definitely have me feeling uh, nostalgic. That cool back to that time those two guys walked through the jungle never yes, happened but before. Them but... too specifically because Locke <laughs> and Sawyer were never really on there. Really had a two hander apart from that. No, also like two very headstrong characters who would often butt heads more than anything, wouldn't they? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he 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 mugged Locke off a lot. Like with the long con with the guns. Um, he'd always I don't know just when... always thought Locke was a bit odd, didn't he? When when we had a while back, oh, with that episode where where Jack pointed the gun at Sawyer's head, at Locke's head. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Locke, Sawyer was on Team Jack, wasn't he? Um, no, Sawyer was essentially Team him, but he was he was actually Team Locke. He ended up going with Locke. Oh, did he? I oh, see. Such a long time ago now. But, but he only went with Locke. He he went with Locke. Cause he's like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. I don't think mm. he he really had a. A plan in turn, or a, a, he was just going where he felt like he wouldn't have to leave the island, maybe. Yeah, but he wasn't like Team Lock. He's not like Pally with Lock, though, is he? No, I mean, them, him and Lock locked heads a little bit there. Mm. Yeah. Because he I was like helping Kate a little bit when Kate came and Kate got banished and stuff. Lock and Sawyer have had very interesting, interesting scenes together, actually, when you think about it. I do. I think that. Locke is probably the best character on the show. Yeah, I I think that's fair to say. Well, would you say because I know your faves, obviously Juliet. But yeah, yeah, who yeah. Who yeah. thinks like the best character? Yeah, I think um, uh, you know Ben Ben goes so far, but I think like in terms of like brilliant character, you don't really get better than a John Locke. Mm. Like in TV, like he's got to be one of the greatest characters ever, and and that's like taking into account his foibles like he's so annoying for a few for like at certain times but every time he does something i like remember when he goes around he's just like starts like blowing up everything on the island in that <laughs> season three and like you're literally like, again what is he doing <laughs> but like you buy into why he's doing it um and you don't necessarily agree with him or like him and you don't yeah and you don't have yeah. to and i think that's what's great about him i think he's the character at least it feels that the showrunners and writers like understand the most and just have the most like conviction behind like what they're doing with him. 
But I think exactly. they do have that with Sawyer too. I think I no, I agree. I think so, but Sawyer's a very good character as well. Yeah, like he's he's up there. You know, someone like like Kate is a character who I don't feel that way that they yes. have. They don't have that grasp of her as well. You know, I um, think they kept her on the show because they felt they had to because she was like the female star, perhaps Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. But they didn't like they could have done something more interesting with it. It's just they don't she's not entangled with the main mystery of the show, is she? It's not like like you've got I mean, I mean like, the ending of this episode is kind of proof of that. We'll go into that in more detail. Yeah. But again, but, like it, it yeah. feels like a well, therefore it is like she is like a hanger on somehow. And it does feel it I think you're right, it does feel like, oh, we've got we're, <laughs> we're lacking any like good female characters right now apart from sun sun you know and this is the thing she is when you think about it of the the numbers on the cave which we'll get to but like um i know they say it's quan sun or Jin. like we're not sure yet but like yeah. she's the only female character in the running to potentially be a substitute for jacob yeah and she's only is, a maybe yeah she's only, she's only a maybe oh god that doesn't bode that doesn't uh make loss seem like the most progressive but like when you think back to season one and you, if you were like, she will be the, you know, the strongest, best female character, um, son would be, you, you, you would probably say, really? Like, I, I wouldn't have expected yeah. that. I think you, I mean, look, I'd, I obviously like Lost is progressive in many ways and has a very diverse cast, but we have ended up in a position where it's like all the white men are like the good, like, in the actual positions of like interesting shits happening. You know, you've got Jack, you've got, well, apart from Saeed, like Saeed's like got some interesting stuff going on, but again, you've got like Locke, Sawyer, like even like Jacob was another like white bloke, even Alpert, like, like it's, we've kind of gone from very like diversity, still like Sun and Jin, but again, it's like, that's a secondary thing. I know, you know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. I don't want to be too critical of it because it's still much more than like a lot of shows were doing at the time. Yeah, but like, at the but... same time, like you can hold it accountable to being like it was a show that had like a lot of like male writers, male directors. Like, you did have a lot of I... female writers as well, though. In fairness to it, maybe not as many men as many as it had men, but there were female writers involved. Yeah, but the, like the showrunners, though you've got like yeah, and sure. and you know I love Damon and Carlton, and yeah. even like even at the beginning you had like JJ, you know. Again, it's like all very kind of similar vibes, and I think you know I, it's, it is what it is, and I think but those you can still see that the writers have gravitated towards the kind of like familiar characters, like like yeah. and made the interesting characters. Like Ben and Locke and Sawyer, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, if we were going to do a ranking of the best characters, you know. Well, I feel like they completely had plans for. They did, didn't they, for Echo? Yeah, um, and I feel like Echo would have been um, folded in to the End Game somehow if Ajuali Akinyoy Agbaji had wanted to stick around. Um, but we will never know. Yeah, I mean, he was a very well-defined character and mm. was given, and like the Christian element of it and the religious element yes. felt very 
well defined and well done. Mm. You know, I would say another character who's kind of gone missing in all this was Walt, who felt like he was supposed yeah. to have a much bigger meaning. But again, you know, things out of control, like his age and stuff like that. Yeah, that know? was definitely a, a, a factor. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it just feels like a shame that that happened because I would have liked to have seen more of him as well. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, for what it is, like ignoring that stuff, <laughs> which yeah. feels like. Um, but he's got, you know, you still got these incredible characters at the center of the story. Um, so, yeah, but I do think, I do think, therefore, John Locke is probably the greatest character on the show. I'd say he's probably my favorite. He's the, definitely the most interesting and to watch every time you see him. Like, is it him? Is it the man in black? The fact <laughs> that that's even like a question is like pretty wild. Uh, the fact that, uh, the f- I mean, just it's. Terry Quinn's acting abilities is just like shown to be even better than I, I could have imagined as the man in black. And then in this episode, when you're seeing him as John Locke as well, and like this different version of John Locke, he's like happier. And then here he's just like playing this like evil incarnate guy. It's just obviously having a lot of fun. Yeah. He's great. Such a great actor. He's such a good actor. Um, he actually, there's a really interesting moment in this episode where um, man in black sees a young boy in the jungle looking back at him kind of wearing rags and he seems rattled it's the first time we've seen him seem rattled um and he gets even more weirded out later on when he sees him again and sawyer can actually see him so i mean my guess would be that that is somehow jacob out and out on the island okay okay sure 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 uh, Sawyer's so unfazed. So when he sees that horse in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can tell Man in Black doesn't want any questions asked because he goes after him and then Sawyer mentions it. He's like, mm, what boy? <laughs> <laughs> um, also gives room for a cheeky Richard Alpert to, to stick his nose in. So. Yeah, exactly. That's when he is able to. He's like, yeah, that's funny. That scene. I do like that. Uh, but yeah, Locke brings a lot of laughs to Sawyer. I can answer the most important questions about the island. Sawyer just laughs in his face, essentially. But he's just like, sure, I'll roll with it, you know. And we get a callback as well. He's like, why are you here? He says, because my raft blew up. Because the plane ran out of, the helicopter ran out of fuel. Yeah. Which is fun. Like those little memories. Um but yeah, other th- interesting things I think worthy of note. Man in black shouting, don't tell me what I can't do. Classic John Locke line. So we got like the lock bleeding through to Man in Black a little bit, you know, because we know he's got his memories and we know he knows what he felt when he was dying and things like that. But it's interesting to see Man in Black not just oh. have the form of Locke, but really assume his catchphrases here. We're definitely building to that scene of like the man in black's going to do something really evil and he's about to win. And then John Locke comes through and saves the day somehow. Yeah. And then he sacrifices uh, himself. So I feel like that's but, what we're building to. But was it the, 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 the thing here is when the, the, the young boy, whoever it is says, you can't kill him about Sawyer. And that's what elicits the response. Don't tell me what I can't do. So Locke so, so man in black can't kill let's say the candidates yes so what's <coughs> what's he trying to do then what's his plan do you have any idea 
I feel like he's going to try and kill them <laughs> somehow. <laughs> uh, well, they obviously, like, Ben's been able to kill, I mean, Ben was able to kill Locke. He was able to kill Jacob. And so there must be some sort of thing where, like, if you can get other people to do it for you. Right, he did with getting him to kill Jacob, Ben to kill Jacob. Yeah, or he's Loophole. just going to... Or he's just going to get them all off and just go like, right, fuck off the islands. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can all go. Let's go our separate ways. Yeah. I mean, obviously the child, what they're saying, but yeah, that feeds into the idea of it being Jacob on the island, like being able to like roam around, take over people, kind of like what the man in black was able to do. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like they've done a little switcheroo, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting just to see him a little bit, he rattles in that way. Especially with Sawyer, he's being very uh, kind of almost debonair. <laughs> Not, I don't know, in a way. Anyway, he takes Sawyer to the uh, to this cliff <laughs> and there's this like really rickety ladder. Oh, the fucking ladders, man. Yeah. Terrifying. Also yeah, were... just like so Biting dumb. Why is it dumb? It's good. <laughs> Come on, man! How <laughs> how did they even get there? You know who who was climbing that cliff face to build that? I mean, to be fair, with smoky powers, maybe. <laughs> I just love when the show makes the most of its island setting and like adds in little adventurous things like that. It's like a bit Indiana Jones or whatever, you know. Yeah, it just it is like the moment you think about it, you're just like it's so unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, Sawyer takes a fall for a second, you know, and it, Sawyer does follow him down unquestioningly, which is like quite a commitment to the uh, the uh, answer discovery that he's been promised. Well, um, also, this already automatically undoes my theory that he's going to kill them because he saves Sawyer. He does save Sawyer, yeah. Unless he thinks that he needs to use Sawyer as bait to get the others, which would also work. So it's either, it's you know... Still all up in the air. You're thinking in the right in the right way. He's when he when it. they get into like a little gap in the in the in the uh, in the cliff uh, where Man in Black's got a little. Well, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one to know who's occupied that. But basically, there there's a there's like a scales, and you've got um, the, the black, black stone, and white, white stone, stone. and uh, he picks up the white throws stone. Throws away the white stone. Out. And Sawyer says, what's that? Inside joke, black tips of scales. You remember, you know, the old black and white. I know you remember that, the theme. Um, but we've not, we, we, you know, not the first time we've seen black and white stones in the show. No, we saw Locke hold them back in the day. He held them up, little little black and white stones. Yeah, he, that was the, the check, the, the checking, the pieces of the backgammon, right? Yeah. But there's also, um, yeah. Remember the caves and they find the pouches? Yes. Adam and Eve, they call them. So, I mean, I I guess because he's the man in black, he's black. And therefore, he's thrown out the the white because he's won. Or he thinks he has. Something else I I should point out is that in a flash sideways, Locke's wearing white socks, whereas in the original timeline, they were black. Whoa. I mean... Costume designer had a real moment to step up in this episode, and I think it's fair to say they did. <laughs> I think that's yeah, fair enough. Clap my hands for <laughs> them. Um, but also, like, okay, just imagine. Obviously, I mean, we're Jack and Jacob, you know. Yeah, we are. 
Um, but so you, you, you're, you would be the man in black. I'm Jacob. Would... I'm white. Oh no, you, you're all I'm white. The, like the, the, the white and then the man in black is, yeah. And then I would be black. And you are oh. dressed in black today. So am I actually. That froze. So are you. Yeah. Couple. <laughs> um, yeah. but I mean, Jack's also on the side of, of Jacob really. Um, but let's say he wasn't mm. like, I mean, I would feel a bit shit being like black, the color black as my like symbol mm. and you being like the color white and those things often representing like good and evil. Good and evil is what they're ang- uh, angling for, isn't it? Yeah. Like if I was like, oh, I'm evil. That's not what I want. So what you think man in black doesn't think himself as evil? Well, I don't, he can't do like that. No one thinks of themselves as evil. Well, I but think then, he, like, he feels hard done by. Yeah. But if you were like, oh, okay. I choose, I choose evil. You know, you're just a, a dickhead, aren't you? You know, you're on the side of wrong when you choose evil. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, fair enough. Point well made. Um, I think I think when you do turn into black smoke, though, and you go around killing people, like maybe you are more on the side of evil than not. Yeah, I just feel like I don't, I don't align with that. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, real interesting scene. Hinted at it a lot in this episode, but like, um, we kind of get an answer for the numbers here. And I know it's not. I know we know the numbers. It's like you know, thanks to the Darwin Initiative and videos and the tie-in stuff. Um, the Valenzetti equation is what the numbers are called. But like, here we get cast iron visual of all the numbers written on a cave as well as a lot of other numbers i should add but every other number has been scratched out and the only numbers that remain are 4 8 15 16 23 and 42 and we're told that jacob wrote them he had a thing for numbers um and they correlate to a name of a character that is on the island so we have four lock which man in black proceeds to scratch out we have eight rayers Early. Yeah, 15, Ford, James, 16, Girard, Saeed, 23, Shepard, Jack, 42, Quan, Sun or Jin, we don't know. Do you have thoughts about all of this? I mean, I just like, you know, people go, there was no answers. I do kind of think like, well, that is, you could say that is an answer about the numbers, you know. Well, I mean, it's not like a definitive, ah, oh, Jacob was given the numbers by God or something you know it's like a, it's a it's a more it's a more vague thing where yeah. the numbers correspond to people um i mean yeah i guess you have to wonder like how did the other people get scratched out is it just because they died and it's just the remaining people who are the numbers like how did jacob choose these people mm. you know all, all that kind of stuff yeah. i mean i think what's interesting is that kate isn't one but she is still alive yeah so the people who are on the wall must have been like chosen rather than just scratched out because they died. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't really help with uh, me convincing you that Claire's not dead, that her name isn't there either. No, but you know, I, again, the fact that Kate is su- been such a main character. Yeah. And she's not even on there. Yeah. Just shows that everyone was thinking what I was thinking all along, <laughs> which was just get rid of her. He saw the toy plane episode. He was like, no, can't cross <laughs> it around. He was like, get, get that name off the wall. 
I also feel like I don't know, maybe I'm underestimating or overestimating, I should say, uh, the things people remember. But Sawyer was definitely down in that hatch on some shifts on the computer typing in the numbers. And why I would have loved Mona going, that's the numbers from the hatch. What's the eight about? Jacob had a thing for numbers. 16, Gerard. 42, Quan. I don't know if it's son or if it's a gin. Here. Four, Locke. I think we both know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, surely if Hurley ever sees the numbers, he'll be like, they're the ones on the lottery ticket. Yeah, he would absolutely, yeah. I mean, he did, and he was like, no, the numbers, awful, blah. Yeah, but so yeah. he knows the numbers. Like, he does. I just feel like anyone who had a shift in the hatch would remember those numbers forever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think, Jacob, there are questions about the numbers still. Like, why why, why are these people? Why are they chosen? What what the numbers got to do with it? Yeah. Were were the numbers their seats on the plane? That's the question that I want to know. They weren't. Some like, of them how... were. Jack was 23, actually. Was he? Anna Lucia what? was 42, though. How did they get chosen to be there? Like, why them? It's good. That's a really good question. I mean, and it's really, you know, this is the first instance I feel that we've that a character's become aware that they've been pulled to the island all their life. Where, where man in black, you know, whether story believes him or not, but he says choices that you thought you made were never really choices at all. He was always pushing you to the island. Um, you will have met him at a time when you were weak, and obviously, we then see. A little a compilation of of Jacob touching everyone. It sounds wrong. But Jacob, you know, coming into contact with everyone. And, uh, yeah. He, yeah. He uses that as his, as his I guess, his, his, his closing statement to Sawyer. Do I have you on side? Are we going to get the hell off this island? Well, I mean, I guess with that, uh, that as well makes me think, of like Sawyer would be more team man in black because he doesn't like being manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The four of his, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the whole thing is kind of weird. The idea that they've all been kind of nudged in this direction by this one man, and yeah. we don't, we don't know why yet. I hope we do find out why. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I've um, been manipulating you your whole life to get you to do this podcast. Do this podcast? Yeah, I know. This, there's a there's somewhere there's like a a film of like you meeting me at like primary school or something just in passing you just drop like a little note or something i pick it someone's up someone's going to come Ooh, along what's and this pretend. you should work at the independent when you're 23 and meet jacob <laughs> okay someone's going to come along with the intention of of uh like blowing up the podcast Getting oh. you out once and for all. This guy. <laughs> it probably will Too be evil. Ben Travis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, um, what was I going to say to you was... Anyway, this um, feels pretty big, though. This is hu- This is a huge scene. And when I think of this episode, I kind of just think of this scene and I think it's very important. And you know, these are candidates now. These are like, you know, the last people remaining and they could be taking over from Jacob's role to do what, you know, how still questions you don't know. 
there's a lot of stuff to get to before the other characters obviously become aware of this stuff. But Sawyer now is equipped with some real big information, you know. Yeah. I mean, and so are we as the viewer, I guess. And so are we as the viewer. So what do you think going forward now? What do you expect? What's the... uh... I don't know. The cold candidacy thing is a bit weird. I mean, it's like, it's almost... I think, I guess it almost feels like partly anticlimactic in a way that they're like there to replace Jacob. I don't know. I don't want to sound down on it because I'm like into into having answers and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, I do feel like, and I it would have always been a challenge to have an answer that's like, you know, and I have no idea what it could have been, <laughs> but the idea of like replacing Jacob, it's like, it's like, I think because it, it's done in a way, it's still done in a really interesting way, but because I think because it's maybe t- to Sawyer that it doesn't feel like as big of a deal as maybe it should have done. And that is not, again, because we were just saying how great a character Sawyer is, but he is often not the character who he gets this sort of info. You yeah. Know? yeah. I feel like if it was Hurley and we got a good, whoa, you know, yeah. I would have been like, dude. Yeah. And we would have been like, dude. And instead we're kind of like, whoa, wait, say that again? What? Is, what? This is like why I they're here? I, I don't know. I like that it's Sawyer. It's cool. It, it brings him into like the like the end game in a big way. I don't know. It's But he is part of the mythology anyway because he is a chosen one. Yeah. Um, what, so, yeah. Um, next week's episode is do you I mentioned it last week but do you remember who's number five of season one hence who will be number five of season six was it Jack yes yeah no I I went back over our podcast just before this to have a little look yeah, obviously you do that don't you you're very very thorough <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the the one where Christian Shepherd popped up yeah that's right yeah so well, he, actually popped he... Up, he actually popped up at the end of number four yeah, he did, didn't he? I imagine he's going to be here, here in the next one. In the next one. We're getting another Jack one already. Also, quite interesting that they did do like two Jack episodes so close together straight away in the show. Yeah, I they mean, did to be honest, of... the first one is like one flashback and it happens to be Jack. Do you know what I mean? It, I wouldn't really call it Jack-centric. No, but he, I mean... Like, he's the first one to open his eyes on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very yeah. much establishing, like, here's the main character. And then, like, five episodes, like, four episodes later, three, if you include the premiere, is just one episode. Like, they're going, like, they want to reaffirm. Yeah. Either way, you as a viewer, here you go. It's like, this there is, is a main character. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, follow yeah. this guy. And I do feel like, I think the thing is now, like, I, I would rather, like, a Saeed episode now. Or, you know, a Jack episode is kind of fine. But at the same time, like, he is becoming, like, one of... He always pulls it back at the end of every season. But, like, in the mid parts of, like, the recent seasons, he has not been, like, the most interesting person, you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've got a prediction that you will like the island stuff, but you won't like the sideways stuff. Okay. (laughs) That's my prediction. Oh, is Claire going to be in the sideways stuff? Is this... it's, all, it's all I'm saying, mate. They like happy siblings in the real world, in the sideways. That would be fun. Well, you know, we have seen Claire more than we've seen Jack. It's, it's just definitely going to be Christian, isn't it? They're going to be like operating around the table together or something. 
you know. I'm excited to watch it. <laughs> what um what what's we should do we should do hero and uh we should do villain of the week as well. I mean again, hero is probably that kid who was just grabbed and he gave good instructions for where to go. Yeah, he did. And he was great. He was he was not deterred by this the, the aggressive grab by a strange man, you know, passing yeah. him by in a school. I mean, is that more heroic than Helen just being there for Locke and helping him out and stuff? Is it more heroic than Rose giving, you know, helping him get a job? Is it more heroic than Hurley just giving Hurley. this random guy who tried to break his car a job? Yeah. Difficult to say. Or it could be Man in Black for saving Sawyer from falling into the uh, into the ocean. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the man who goes, oh, this stone that resembles goodness. I'm going to throw it in the sea. <laughs> That's uh, not a hero of the week. No, I don't think. I mean, he, Richard Alpert, again, coward he's of the trying. Week. He just runs away. <laughs> Yeah, but he's okay. Yeah, you're right. Coward of the week, but also he's like, you will die. You need to. You okay? Fair enough. Dust. Sun. Sun's very. You know, she's not heroic, but she's like nice and good morals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna settle on Helen. Yeah, I was gonna say Helen. Helen. Feel like we love Helen as well, so it's gotta be hell's. Yeah. And and villain of the week. I mean, obviously, Man in Black. But I feel or, like it's always it's boring. So let's pick someone else. It's uh, what's his name from the box factory? Fires lock. Randy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Billy Ray Gallions, big return to the show. No, you know what? Him, villain of the week. I d- I don't know. I I'm immediately backtracking on that well, I'm because because thinking... you feel like he had just cause. <laughs> what he did. <laughs> I mean, okay, you imagine, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously, I'm I'm a manager at work already. You are not. I no, mean... <laughs> but if someone did this, I wouldn't do what they've done. I wouldn't do uh, what he did. Yeah, I would be like super pissed off if we're like. Okay, so on... you're saying you're you're Randy. <laughs> I I just saying you would question why someone, how someone got away, a how someone got away with it. But I mean, he doesn't get away with it. So, but like, if someone did that and they were like, oh yeah. We just spent like all this company money. Again, that I I would kind of admire it. Yeah, but also be like, you can't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> what the, what the, what's going on here? Um, and you would be like, it. I I think you probably would fire them. A you would might not be allowed, but you. That's be like, why I think it tips him over into villain like, territory because yeah, it's, maybe he's obviously been looking for an out. Doesn't like the guy. Yeah, he calls I mean, him Colonel. Probably... He mugs him off because he plays the game. Well, we can assume he plays that game that he used to play in the original timeline, like the soldier game or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I still don't think it's good behaviour from Locke. But at the same time, you'd be like, I think you have some mental health issues. Let's go speak with HR. Yeah, you don't <laughs> you know? get rid. You do not get rid. Um, I'm trying to think who else could be villain. To be honest, very slim pickings with the villain aside for Man in Black. I mean, he does really kind of take up a lot of villain territory yeah i mean maybe yeah, it does. is him i mean it is him we're always going in second place i mean yeah you can't really thing is like benjamin yeah but it could lies. be the guy who hasn't cleaned out the coffee filters yeah it's true that ben's it's moaning true. about in the staff room you're not wrong <laughs> maybe <laughs> the, that's the villain the teacher who didn't clear out the coffee filter that is if someone did that at work they would 
That would be fireable. <laughs> Randy would have just cause just to get rid. No discussions. Yeah, that Ooh, would be gone. if Locke had done that, um. <laughs> and he had just if he'd gone in and he, you know, Randy had just gone. You are fired. If Ben turned around and it was Locke's fault, just went, you're fired because you left the... You'd be yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Of course he is. So is it Filter Guy? It's Filter Guy. Okay. Unseen. We're agreed. So I'm looking forward to the next one. It's <laughs> uh, I just never know which way you're going to go. So I'm added, it's some added excitement for the, uh, the you season You did kind of one. know on this one. You were like, oh, I think you'll like this one. I did, I did, but I was worried. I was worried midway through. I didn't. I couldn't tell whether you were. And then when Rose showed up, you were like, oh, I was like, no, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Easy win. Such easy win easy when Rose shows up. Rose in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where can people find us and all that, mate? Um, well, if you read The Guardian, then you can find us in there occasionally. Um, <laughs> but also on, on Twitter, on at Lost Boys Pods. They can find you at Jacob underscore Stoll, at me, at Jack J. Shepard. No one uses Twitter anymore. We still do. We're not on TikTok. Are you, Jacob? I'm not, but I think people still use Twitter. What are you talking about? No, they don't. Not real people. Like normal people. Like journalists use it. A lot of our listeners, we get a lot of nice tweets. Yeah, but a lot of them also come on Twitter just to tweet us, which I, which I think is lovely. I love it and 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 awesome. But at the same time, like I don't think a lot of people use Twitter. I don't know any normal people who use Twitter. All right. In which case, next time I ask you, where can people find you? Just be like around. <laughs> well, do you do you know normal people who use Twitter? Yeah. Name one. No, I don't want to name in case they listen to this and they're like, why are you naming me? That's really weird. But I got a few. That's because like, you don't people. know anyone. Yeah, I know no, I do. I so I, I I tweeted regularly about For All Mankind, TV show on Apple TV Plus, And I've had about five people message me being like, I've watched this show now because of your tweets. Why? Well, he's a big name on Twitter. Who knew? And they, and they all love it. I'd just say more people probably use Instagram. We do have an Instagram. Yeah. But well, we don't use it. We no. should. We should probably do that again. Maybe. I like. Maybe I like. We, we're doing what we're doing, and it's good. Just for old times' sake, you know. Not not Just, long to go now, mate. No, not long to go. How many episodes you got left? Nineteen. Less. Eighteen. Less. Seventeen. Mate, we got like twelve. What? How long is this season? It's like seventeen episodes. Oh, I thought it was like 22. No. Shit. Shit. And on that bombshell, join us again next week for more retro nostalgic look backs at the TV show Lost. So what do you say, James? Are you ready to go home? Yes.